Hello, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Can You Keep the Secret podcast, musings between Candace and Matt across the miles. This episode was recorded on August 6th, 2017. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. And as always, can you keep a secret? Hey, Candace, how are you today? I'm okay. I was in a good mood. Now I'm in a bad mood because my stupid microphone, but I'll be all right. <laughs> wow, your mood changes quickly. I'm a girl. Hello. <laughs> well. Okay, anyway, uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. Before we go on, I'd like to say we have a special guest on today. Yeah, we do. Yay. He's known to all of our one listener. <laughs> we have more than one. Rudy's here today with us. My husband. Say hi, Rudy. Hello, everyone. Hi, our one listener. We have more than one listener. Hey, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Hey, Andrew. (laughs) Hey, Larry. (laughs) Larry listens? I didn't know that. He hasn't said anything to me yet. So my mom wrote a comment on Facebook about our podcast. She's listening. (gasps) Hi, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. So she said they had to stop saying motherfucker because it's appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Only I can say motherfucker. Yeah. Well, she said that you didn't say it and that I shouldn't say it because it makes my beautiful mouth look really bad or sound bad. (laughs) You sure have pretty lips, Candace. I do. Thank you. Thank you. So nice. So we have Arif, my mom, Carol, and Andrew. Four. Excellent. And actually me, five. Yay. Yay, right on. So we have five. And actually we have six because we have Catherine, my cousin. She also listens. This is how it starts. Hello. Hi, Catherine. Yay. Hi, Catherine. So I, I, I kind of liked our spontaneous podcast last week. That was kind of fun. Yeah, so did I. It was really fun. <laughs> so where did, you, where did you see this in a heartbeat? I saw. Uh, I think I saw it on Joe. My God. Well, yeah, I think I first saw it on Facebook, but then I also saw it on Out. dot com, and well, Out and Advocate. I, they're almost like the same thing. Let's not worry but, about that now. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. We're on a podcast. Let's not worry about that now. No, this is what I do. That's right. <laughs> Don't I, be Michelangelo no, Senior. No, no, no. I let Candace talk and be funny, and I I surf the web while she's talking. So, Candace, what's going on with you? Nothing. Just got done with my class. Passed, so. Oh, congratulations. Well, I think I passed. Yeah, thank you. And uh, that's about it. Carol worked this weekend. So I was kind of left to my own devices. So I heard. And that's about it. I cleaned. I actually did a lot of cleaning, which was really boring. But that's what I did all day so that tomorrow we can have off and we don't have to worry about anything. Rudy did a lot of cleaning today, but last night we went and saw Adam Lambert with Queen. Oh, wow, yeah. How gay of you. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was motherfucking fantastic. That little faggot can sing his heart out. We love him. Yeah, he is a good singer. Where was it at? Uh, It was at Toyota Center. Okay. And he did like six or so costume changes during the thing. Wow. I mean, he looked, every time he changed, he looked a little bit gayer. Yeah. <laughs> True. His very last costume, it was a um, silver suit, right? But it was like silver lame. Silver lame and a crown. And he wore uh, a full crown. Like a full crown. And we're talking, <laughs> it was 
freaking awesome. But he has he has a really good voice. And uh, one of my favorite parts during the night is he um, he came out and he said, you know, he was talking. He was like, "I am no Frederick Mercury. Let's let's talk about this." I mean, yeah. He goes, "I know you doubters out there are like, mm, but he's no Freddie. He's like, no shit." <laughs> He's like, who, uh, who is Freddie Mercury? Let's just let's call the call it like it is. There was one Freddie Mercury. Yeah, right. And so he did the total Adam Lambert twist on things, and it was it was still playing homage to Queen, but it was it was Adam Lambert in there too, injected. It was so awesome. It was good. And Brian May is like seventy, and he's still amazing on the guitar. Oh my god, that was awesome. Well, good. Yes, and then I'm uh, glad the, you guys enjoyed. Oh, and and the last uh, the last. I guess act Brian May came out with his guitar. He came up from the ground and he had like a full silver lame cape on. That was awesome. <laughs> I almost, nice. I, I nice. almost started crying. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are seventy, and they. He said that it was it had been forty years since they had last been in Houston. Wow! And to think that the last time they were in Houston, right? They were with. Was it with Freddie? Yeah. Oh my God! And I was just, and so they would have uh, Freddie superimposed on the screen, and it mm-hmm. was it was enough to draw tears. I mean, it was just you. Yeah, I bet. Oh my gosh, it was so good, so so good. Well, good, 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 good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah, I would totally go again. I'm gonna follow their. I'm gonna try to follow their tour, and if they're playing somewhere fun like Amsterdam or Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> I'm, we're totally gonna go. We're gonna plan a trip around Queen, or the cool. the Isle of Man. We're not going to the Isle of Man. <laughs> you just like saying that, I think. I do. We're not going to the Isle of Man. Nobody wants to go to the Isle of Man. What exactly? Let's be honest. It's yeah, like nobody t- wants to go. It's to the Isle tiny. Of Man. I can't even believe they have a flag. They shouldn't have a flag. They shouldn't have a flag. If you're going to go to a little place, go to Malta. Don't you know? Oh, yeah, Malta. 66 <laughs> to 1, gays. they passed gay marriage. Oh, really? They love gays. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. They love the gays. They do. Except that one person in Congress. Apparently. There always has to be a hater. Right. Their job is to unbalance the equation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What is, what is your job to unbalance the equation? All right, Matrix. <laughs> so, what other gay news do you got? That was pretty good news, though. Well, let's see. Oh, I read where Cynthia Nixon is mulling a uh, run for New York governor. Oh wow! You know she's interesting. She's, Bi, so she's a B on the LGBT. Is she still a bi? Yeah. I don't know. I, she's married to a lesbian. No, she's married so. to a woman, but she's still bi. I mean, just because you're married to a woman doesn't change your sexuality. But I thought she like came out as bi, but then she like. No, she totally embraced the bi. Okay. Uh, and let's see. Oh, I read uh, both positive steps for marriage equality in Australia and Northern Ireland this week. Nice. That's good so ho- for Australia. And, and, and the Irish. Uh, and then, oh, I don't even know who this person is, but apparently Rudy did. Um, Aaron Carter came out as bisexual. Yeah, that was 
That was wow. That means nothing to me. I don't know what that means. That uh, means yeah. I saw that too. I was like, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I just died a little. Like that was a surprise. Yeah, I don't know Aaron Card either, but I just figured <laughs> I died a little. <laughs> he was cute in his younger days. Now he's I don't know. He's having the trouble with the with the meth. You with know, the drugs. With the drugs. Something. Yeah, I stared at the picture for a while when I saw it online, going. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Wait, have is, no isn't idea. he like Nick Carter's younger brother? Not Nick Carter. I think so. Yeah. Who's Nick Carter? No. no. Wait. Who is? Yeah, and he's Nick Carter's. Nick Carter's one of those guys in one of those boy bands, either In Sync or Backstreet yeah. Boys. I don't know right. which one. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. Maybe In Sync. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Anyways. He's bisexual, which really means he's gay, so who cares? Oh, now, uh, exactly. let's not discount the bi's, the B's, and the LGBT. Well, okay. I'm, the B's. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> okay, I, let's, I will personally, com- okay, yes, but let's not discount. <laughs> I will completely acknowledge there is such a thing as bisexuals. I just don't think Eric Carter is one of them, even though I know nothing about him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Anyway, oh my goodness, yeah, judge much? You're yeah, right, judgy McJudgy. This is the judge-free zone, okay, baby. I'm just calling. No way. I'm just calling it like it is. So what else you got? Uh oh, no, I don't really have any more gay news. How about you, Candice? Any more gay news? Yeah, I do have a lot. Oh, oh okay. Shoot. So, did you see the Thor Ragnarok, a trailer? Love it. Absolutely. Did you see the new one where, the, or, I mean, that must be new because I watched it again and I hadn't seen it, where Kate Blanchett plays the goddess of death. Mm, hello. And she's she's like totally in it a lot in the trailer. Yes. Uh, I think so. Okay. So this guy on DorothySurrenderBlogspot.com <laughs> suggested, well, he went on, he went on and on and on about how <laughs> hot Kate Blanchett was as the death, I'm sorry, goddess of death, which she was. But how we should totally have a redo of Carol, the movie Carol. So where Rooney Mara and Kate Blanchett like do like some sort of death metal where <laughs> Mari Runa looks like Elizabeth Sand- Salander and then Kate Blanchett looks like the goddess of death. I'm so down with this. <laughs> this that is that's a pretty awesome idea, actually. That is a pretty awesome idea. I think I might be I down like, for that hell too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah, Dorothy Surrender. I don't even know who that is, but that's freaking awesome. I'm gonna, I I bookmarked that blog, and I'm going to keep reading it. So, oh, who did you say you didn't know who that was? Dorothy Surrender. That's the blog that that was on. Oh, okay. I'm writing it down in my. What is this? Your Bible. My Bible. Your podcast Bible. It's in my moleskin. Your moleskin. Go. What else you got? Well, I have the bad thing that the transgender ban became policy over the weekend. Where? So I uh, where? Where? Huh? Where? Trump put out policy that he um, had delivered to the oh, department. I didn't even the know the military. That. Yeah, that happened Friday night after he went on vacation, and now Congress is out for a seventeen-day break. So the general, I can't remember which one, uh, the Secretary of Defense, I think. Don't quote me on it. Some major guy put out a letter and said something to the effect of you know, do the right thing and 
essentially something along the lines, I guess there was a similar letter that was put out during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So the letter was, the way I read it was saying like, you know, basically don't enforce this. It's not right. And so they're kind of waiting to figure out the exact direction that they're going to go. But how shitty to put it out when everybody's not paying attention. Well, it's par for the course. Yeah, that's the total transparency of this administration right now. So It's titled something like the how to take care of transgenders in the military phase out. The words phase out. Phase out was in there? Mm-hmm, yeah. I first saw it reported from the Los Angeles Blade, and then it was very quickly gone, went kind of everywhere. I mainly only saw it in gay news, really. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Fuck. Way to bring down a mood. Oh, oh my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Mom, I cussed. Darn. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Oh my god, I totally saw here's some it's not really gay news, but it's like hot women news for me. Um a new trailer called Proud Mary that was was with Taraji P. Henderson. You know who that is? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like some sort of assassin. Is it was like in the vein of Atomic Blonde. But oh my god, it looks so good. And then it started to make me think about how there's really strong, hot black women all over Hollywood now. You got Viola Davis, Carrie Washington, but they're all kind of associated with Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. I know it's very inner. She's the writer-producer of all these uh, really popular TV shows like Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if she's affiliated with that one that Taraji's on, but... It's freaking cool, man. She played in uh, Hidden Figures, right? Taraji P. Taraji yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, she was the main, okay. the main, the main smart the main yeah. smart girl. Yeah, that played yeah. A, opposite Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Hot. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. so my last gay news is, uh, I don't know if I can pull this off, but I'm going to try. So did you he- see or hear about the congresswoman from California. Maxine Waters? Yes. Did you see her totally, like, throw down with that um, Secretary of the Treasury? I did not. Oh, man. Oh, so good. So, <laughs> okay. What I'm going to try to do is play this track for you. So, okay. She totally was at a, a Senate hearing committee, and she had some specific questions for him, and... Um, she kept saying, I reclaim my time. I reclaim my time. It was freaking awesome. So then now all these people have used it and put it into making, well, there's a dance track. There's a gospel track. It's freaking (laughs) awesome. So the guy that did the dance track has a GoFundMe page. And so if you donated money to him, then he would send you the track for free. So I have the track and I want you guys, I have to play like 30 minutes of it. I'm sorry, 30 seconds hear us now can she can you hear us now can you hear us Mm -hmm. yeah because i took the headphones out oh okay (laughs) dang we were gonna talk bad about you (laughs) oh well i don't need to have you can do that anytime okay here it is all right here we go now i got it let me just say to you uh thank you for uh, your compliments about how great i am but i don't want to waste my time on me 
I want to know about the May 23rd letter. Uh, you know about it? Why did you not respond to me and my colleagues? I was going to answer that. Please uh, go straight to and the answer. Mr. Chairman, I thought when you read the rules, you acknowledged that I shouldn't be interrupted and that I would have... Reclaiming my time. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. <laughs> All right, so Candace is hanging up, and she's going to give us a call back. And I just want to say... No, I don't want to say Don't you dare say it. Motherfucker. <gasps> you said it. Our children are in this room, Matt. You know, at least I'm not saying God damn it all the time. I mean, that's what—that's the one that really bothers my mom. God damn it, motherfucker. Whoa. Hey, it says explicit on our podcast. If people have well, that's true. sensitive ears, then they need to listen to Disney or something. It's not, no blood spoon out of my ears, trust me. I'm used to this already. <laughs> I married it. I, I know that, man. The thing is that it's rubbing off on you because you're cursing more and more all the time. Oh, well, you know what, uh, I, I, you know what's problem is I, I curse a lot at work around individuals that I'm comfortable with, uh-huh. to where one particular individual is starting to curse a lot too in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> is that Amy or no, no, it's the other one. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's hilarious. I mean, I, I, almost to the point where I'm like, yikes. <laughs> no, Amy doesn't curse. What? Yeah, but she's got kids now. Uh. Oh, oh my gosh. Hello. And we're back. Hello. Welcome, Candace. Hi, Candace. Hey, Candace. We weren't talking at all while you were gone. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if that worked. But anyway, isn't that freaking hilarious? That's pretty awesome. How'd you find that? Uh, I don't remember. Just searching around for gay news. I don't remember how I found it. That's really not helpful. I know. I don't remember. I look at so many things trying to find good gay news that I think is interesting. And so that track was Reclaiming My Time featuring Maxine Waters by Adam Joseph. You can go to his GoFundMe page and donate to his next music videos, and you will get this track emailed to you. So support LGBT artists right on. So that's it for my gay news. So, oh, can, I we ta- more. Can, go ahead. can we talk about my favorite political topic of the week? Sure. Let's talk about the mooch. Oh, Lord. He's <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> Trump totally screwed the mooch. <laughs> you, 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 that whole administration is a shambles. I mean, honestly, 10 days on the job. Come on. Yeah, but as soon as he came out with that New Yorker article... Oh, I was right. like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much out there. And then did you? Yeah, I'm not even going to say all this stuff. There's no need to. <laughs> There's no need to. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So hopefully, I guess Kelly will. You know, I mean, I did hear a, a, somebody say that, you know, people looking down on our president that this bad, it's bad for all of us. I'm kind of starting to agree with him. That yeah. Person. Yes. It's horrible. I ha- I mean, I wish... 
honestly, I uh, I don't know how much respect I had for George W. Bush, but at least he wasn't a complete idiot. He wasn't this. Agreed. So, anyway, did you want to keep talking about it? No, I'm good. Okay. It just gives it's, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I can't really think about it too uh, too long, or I get motherfucking mad. I think that. Oh my god. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it's really sad that his wife left him because he was in love with Trump or whatever, and now. Oh yeah, the mooch. Oh, the mooch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got divorced from his wife because she he was like, way into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you give up your soul. Yep. I did see something that came across Facebook saying that he's going to get his own talk show. Yeah, I read something about that, too. Oh, come on. That's why he sold his soul. He did not know before, anyway. All right, so in honor of having your husband on, I have some questions for you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have 14. I don't know how many we'll go through, but... um, Holy cannoli. Yeah, so a way that I... Carol and I did it, and we had fun with it, is, you know, one person would answer, and then the other person. So it's not like one question. The question goes to both of you, if you will. So, ready? Number one. What gift that your spouse gave you came as the biggest surprise? Matt, go first. Oh, great. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a test. It shouldn't be that hard. The biggest surprise. I mean, if there wasn't one, that's fine, too. I mean... Yeah, I, there wasn't. That's cool. I, don't, I guess the Galapagos trip was kind of a surprise. I mean, I wanted to go, but I didn't really... I kind of drove that one, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. The biggest surprise. He's given me so many good gifts. I don't, I don't know. And you've known about them all, so they all were not surprises. I haven't. No, no. I mean, there there's a lot of surprises in there too. I think that the best gift that he motherfucking gave me. Oh my god! <laughs> now you're bugging oh, no. me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a surprise, as he said yes when I asked him to marry him. <laughs> me <clears throat> so I really got into collecting colored converses and granted one pair would have been a surprise but one Christmas in particular right when I started collecting them he surprised me with like five pairs which wow yeah put me way over my color collection quota it was uh quota it was pretty freaking awesome of course it was it was supposed to be a, i think a christmas gift but he ended up giving it to me like around thanksgiving because he couldn't hold the secret in much longer yeah i i, I ordered them over cyber monday or whatever and then they came in within a week and i was like here here's your christmas gift you gotta open it now 
That's funny. So, I mean, granted, he's given me a lot of great gifts and a lot of surprise gifts, but that was, I was, yeah, I was floored. (laughs) It was awesome. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, next one. Between you, this goes to, um, um, I guess Matt, that's fine. We'll just start them all with Matt. Between you and your husband, who would you generally say is the money spender and who is the money saver? Oh, that's easy. This one is easy. (laughs) I'm German. I'm the money saver. Yeah, I can't really count that for my Hispanic heritage, but I'm the spender. (laughs) (laughs) Because Vicente Fox will not pay for the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of curse words, whoo! Uh, oh, right. What? Vicente Fox in a live interview, you dropped the f bomb. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, when he's talking about the wall this week. Okay, anyways, go ahead, Oh, you want to pay for the f and wall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he was the past president. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Who did, <laughs> Who does your husband talk to on the phone the most? His mother. Matt doesn't talk on the phone. <laughs> I talk, you should, you I should, talk to Candace the most probably. Oh, you do. You do talk to Candace most of the time. You should hear his voicemail message. What was it, Matt? <laughs> so my voicemail message says, "I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to you, and I probably won't return your call. But leave a message if you have to." <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he recorded that. I just looked at him like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> That goes without without saying. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway. Okay. If your yeah. husband could choose one thing of yours to get rid of, what would he choose? Oh, if I wanted to get rid of something of yours, yes. what, would you, what would I want to get rid of? Well, of we uh, we already know what he's going to get rid of. It's kind of ours, though. We're going to get rid of the love seat. Well, I already got rid of the truck, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, he made me get a new truck, so... I don't really know if that's like, okay. <laughs> I got rid of your truck so you could buy a new truck. I mean, I don't really see where the hardship is in that. <laughs> what? But uh, maybe so that's just some... me. Maybe that's just me. So there's some uh, emotional attachment to this or is what you're saying? Or does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. I just think if you poll most people that said, I made my husband get rid of his truck so he could buy a new truck, I don't think that anybody would feel bad for either of you. Oh, well, that's <laughs> I get really emotionally attached to my vehicles. It's kind of a big deal. Are you kidding me? He he had the Elantra for how long? The Cavalier. Which is to say, Hyundai, you create a perfect vehicle. It lasts forever, and people will hold on to it to a, a lifetime. This guy had it for, I don't know how many years. It was two windows would not go up, or excuse me, come down, and the air conditioning did not work. It was a death trap in Texas, actually. <laughs> he called it the death trap. Um, as far as myself, um, there is nothing that he would want me to get rid of because he's a German. He doesn't get rid of anything. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> when your husband says, honey, they're playing our song, what song are they playing? Oh, that's a good one. We've had so many songs. I don't. I don't know what to say. We've had 
I mean, there's been a lot of songs. We were we were talking about our wedding. We were talking about all the songs that we would play during our. Yeah. I know. Who's the the British singer? You introduced me to. Will. Uh, what is his name? Oh, shit. I can't remember. He sings a song called "You and I." He's a British singer. He won British the British. Uh, British Idol. British Idol. Um. He came out with a CD, beautiful voice, and he came out with a song called You and I. Will Young. Will Young. Um, and the way the song starts off, it starts off very much sounding like it's at a wedding. Um, he's talking to his uh, other other uh, individual across uh, that he's getting married to. And it's just, it's beautiful, and it's just a beautiful song. But what do you think? Uh... Dancing Queen? No, I was thinking uh, more in the long of more along the lines of uh, emotion by uh, the Bee Gees. Well, Samantha sang. Samantha, yeah, the the fifth Bee Gees. Well, yeah, the fifth Bee Gees. Yeah, fifth or fourth, fifth B. Okay, yeah. We went through an emotion phase. That was that was awesome. If you haven't heard the Samantha sang version of emotion, because the Bee Gees do it, but she's typically considered the fourth or fifth Bee Gee. Oh really? Because she sounds just like them. Um, it's it's a beautiful song. It's a really beautiful song. I think it's more depressing if anything else, but it is. I mean, the words are because he starts off with saying, "It's over and done," mm-hmm. right. but the heartache lives on. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but it's just a beautiful song the way she sings it. So, what living celebrity man would your husband say he most admires? Admires and wants to to go to bed with. I mean, I. Maybe admires me and sleep with. I don't know. I guess it's up to you. Currently no. or dead or alive? This is all your interpretation. Hmm. Well, I know for Matt, it would be Ricky Martin. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it wouldn't necessarily be Adam Lambert. I looked at him last night. I'm like... I wouldn't necessarily do him, although his sex his sex appeal was quite evident last night. It was awesome. But anyway, what would you say? I don't know. You don't really talk about. No, I don't. Admiring celebrities. But I do have somebody in my mind that. Maybe Idris Elba. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know, I don't know. He is pretty hot, though. I was was trying to figure out who you would admire as a a celebrity. Well, see, I guess that goes down to, would it be just admire or would it be to bed? No, admire. Admire? Yeah. Oh. He doesn't really admire anybody, I don't think. Matt. Uh, uh, well, I do have a podcast with six listeners, so I'm kind of like a mini celebrity. <laughs> I could group you. I would say maybe micro mini. Micro mini. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm a, I'm a legend in my own mind. Oh, yeah. I'm amazing in my mind, so we're good to go. <laughs> uh... Oh, let's see. What would you what what would your spouse say was the last thing the two of you argued about? 
I say? What would I say? What would I say? Oh, uh... Well, I had one too many margaritas, and, you know, it, it just goes south from there. And we were at the Heb, or H-E-B, here in Houston, and and I nitpicked, <laughs> and I was, like, harassing him while we were walking around the store. I don't remember any of it, but Ugh. every time we get to a situation where I start having, like, maybe one too many margaritas, he's like, I don't want you acting like you did when you, when <laughs> when you went, went to, to H-E-B. We went to H-E-B. <laughs> I'm oh, like, wow. But then, you know, there's that whole story about the night at F Bar for the, oh, for the bands. What a disaster that, that was. was. Um, I would say... Uh, I, I mean, we don't really fight, but I would guess the last, you know, really discussion that we had uh, was probably about something in the new property. I mean, maybe something we disagree with. I, I mean, I don't know. We don't really disagree with anything, so. Okay. That's yeah. our that's our biggest discussion point. Uh, well, that and his dead sister. Yeah. yeah that. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole story, and that'll be on the uh, collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> the whole background story on that one. All right. Next. All right, Matt. So when Rudy was 13 years old, what did he want to be when he grew up? Uh, when Rudy was 13, wow, he probably wanted to be a, uh, professional clarinetist. Same question, Rudy. And, and play for a symphony or an orchestra. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a good assumption. Um... A melon farmer. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's not it. Uh, let's see. 13. A dentist? No. Weren't you going for dental at one point? Yeah, but I was like 20 <laughs> with that point. Okay, sorry. These are good questions. <laughs> <laughs> these kind of questions so what was it Matt? i don't even know you when i was 13 yeah what was it uh i probably wanted to be a teacher or like a a nasa scientist right and when i was 13 i really wanted to be an astronomer oh right yeah yeah oh cool uh, i love astronomy love astronomy if i could do it over again i would be an astronomer really Yes, I, wow. I love. Or an astrophysicist like Brian Mays. Oh my God, the the guitarist for Queen, he's an astrophysicist in his regular day job. That's like that's like doing a podcast and being a nuclear engineer. <laughs> in <his day> job. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. <laughs> Probably do the same amount of physics, but anyway. Um, except for I have a job in nuclear engineering. Astrophysicists never have jobs. That's why he's no, in a band. Neil deGrasse Tyson has a job. Okay, there's one guy. He writes books. <laughs> yeah. No, he's the curator for the Museum of Natural Science in New York City. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know this. Wow. Okay. All right, Kenneth, go ahead. 
Uh, let's see. Um, if you could have constant access to one store, what would it be? For for Rudy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constant access to one store. Mm, I'm thinking maybe oh, it has to be e- either Express Men. No, it has to be Express Men. I guess I'd have to agree. I'd say for you, maybe uh, DSW. We haven't been in a while, but you love DSW. I do love DSW. <laughs> I've been buying my shoes online now, so I haven't been to DSW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was a time we'd go to DSW quite a bit. Uh, right. What's your spouse's favorite comfort food? Uh, anything Mexican is what Rudy eats. All the time. 24-7. Anything, I mean, anything. Um, I would say Mexican. Because with one. Because I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You have no choice. (laughs) So, Candace. Yes. Does your dog ever give you dirty looks? Jackie kind of does, but mainly she gives Ruger dir- dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives you dirty looks, Marcy? Marcy just gave me the dirtiest look. Did you put her in the crate or something? No, she. The reason I had to leave is because I, she rang the bell to go outside, and so oh, yeah. I was uh-huh. like, I better go downstairs before she poops in the house again, and uh. I got down there and I opened the door and she kind of went halfway out and I, I started to shut the door and I hit her on the, the backside oh. and she jumped outside and just shot me the dirtiest look. Like <laughs> what the, how dare you? What the hell are you doing? She was. And then after I shut the door, I, I started walking away from the door and she just stood there for a while crazy so i have i have well, there's some a thing i want to talk to you about is are you ready for yeah. it so i read this book this week um called being Com- beijing comrades and it was so freaking good oh my god i think i read it in like okay. maybe two and a half days have you heard of it no so it was a book that came out originally in 1998 it's the first gay novel from mainland china and it was published anonymously, and it still hasn't been published in in a book form. It's um, you can get it online in China, but it was um, published on an underground gay website, and it was in 2016. It was translated into English, and so I got it from the library, you know, ebook or whatever. Downloaded it, started reading it, and ah, I could not stop reading it. It was so good, and then at the end. It was so good that I even like read the prologue. I read like the 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 ending stuff, all that shit they always have at the end. I never read that, but I read all of it. And there were some really neat quotes I wanted to tell you about. Which a guy named Petrus Lin, he's a Yale professor, and he wrote an article called "The Cultural Politics of Beijing Comrades." And I wrote down two quotes I wanted to say just because I thought they were so freaking amazing, which was. Queer literature is always a site of identification and a form of social protest. And then the other one was, 
Queer texts are important, cultural artif artifacts, um, the indelible importance of a collective struggle for recognition, enfranchisement, and community. Oh, yeah. That's good. It just, so it just made me keep thinking, like, are we going to go our whole lives? I'm 47 years old. And we're just, she's 27. She's 27. That's right. I'm just adding so I can see more mature. <laughs> but are we going to go for the rest of our lives trying to fit in, essentially? Yes. I, That's and sad. I say that because... But then I do it, we do it. Yeah, I, I say that because I remember um, one paper that I wrote during my undergrad years was a... <clears throat> about gay marriage uh, or same-sex marriage and it was right after uh, Massachusetts passed it back in 2004 and I basically said at the end of my I, I wrote about in favor of of same-sex marriage and uh, but I said at the very end that the reach for recognition of same-sex marriage should not should should not exceed the cultural grasp of it. So basically, we can seek it, and we can want it, and we can have it, but it still takes a cultural change for it to be accepted. So there's, it, it we're always going to, until there's more individuals out there who are willing to express themselves, um, it's always going to be kind of being different, being fighting for recognition, I, I think. I mean, I think we've made great strides, but still, there's still much more to be done. I wish I could be more activist than activish, but, yeah, that's where I see it. What about you, Matt? Um... <clears throat> agree with that we're trying to be accepted I think we're trying not to be persecuted and we're trying to be treated equal which I think is different from being accepted because you can treat somebody equal and not accept what they're doing like I do with Christians uh, so, but isn't that, isn't that the, just the same as saying love the sinner not the sin not necessarily I, I mean I, I don't think so I mean, I think that um, you mind your business, I'll mind mine. Just treat me the same way. You don't have to accept what I do. Oh, that's true. You can see that. I think that just by thinking that your acceptance is going to come is really just a form of trying to fit in, in my opinion. I'm not saying fit in in the manner of you know, I'm going to be invited to every block party or something like that. But, <laughs> and I think that the young kids that are coming out now, they're, they're, more, they're, you know, don't have as many ideas and feelings like that. I just, it just really struck me that no matter how out I am at work, how out I am to my family, there's still always a little part of me that is wanting, well, I'm sure it's because I read this book. Cause one of the things of, of part of the book was one of the characters I don't necessarily think he was bisexual, but he was willing to get married and have a wife because he, it was just how he had knew he had to do. Of course, it was in China in the 
late 90s. Um, but it just made me think. And then his boyfriend, who was younger, was like, well, I'm gay. I'm not going to do that. So it's very interesting. You guys should read it. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> it's probably one of the best. It's one of the best books I've read in, like, probably one of my top five books. And I ordered it off Amazon already. Did you find it on Hoopla, or where did you find it? Yeah, Hoopla. Okay. Yeah. I I googled top gay LGBT reads of the summer, and that was and there wasn't any for 2016 that I saw right away. I mean, you know me and Googling. If it's not, not in the first two entries, I, I move on. <laughs> and so I think, like, the second entry was from 2016. So I was like, okay. So I looked at it, and that was one of the books that was there. And now, okay, I will tell you, which I don't think either of you will mind, but in case one of our six readers decides to read a gay book, it is very racy, and it's very sexual, and very explicit. Oh, even better. I definitely got to read it now. Right? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's like during Tenement Square. It's really good. Oh, wow. It's really okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because the the person that wrote it that was started out, you know, said they were anonymous. Their name is Bei Tong, B-E-I-T-O-N-G. And um, when the person, Scott, somebody, interpreted the book into English, he put all of her pronouns as she. So it turns out it's a female uh, author, oh, which is even more interesting. Oh. And then the reason that he did that was because in the at the end of the book, she basically says that she um, was coming out and lived in America, and there was no good gay fiction, Asian gay fiction. And so she decided to write her own. Shit, there's hardly any good gay fiction anywhere. I know. I thought I found this really neat lesbian book, and I downloaded her. Well, I got it from the library, and actually it was like the second on the list, so I got it today. It's not even gay. It's about some dude and his wife, and I'm like, what the hell? How'd this happen? Have, <laughs> have, have either of you, actually, have either of you seen Torch Song Trilogy? I saw it a zillion years ago. A long time uh, ago, yeah. It's, I don't know. Its relevance resonates, I think. Anyway, sorry. I love that movie. I could probably see it again because I don't remember. Yeah, it well, long. yeah. I would, if I saw it now, it would be like watching it for the first time because I remember nothing about it. Oh, I remember it, and it's, it's except for the guy. I liked the guy. Oh yeah, Harvey Farson. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Independence Day. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, you're right. It's you're right. The, you're right. Do you, remember, do, do you see it? Well, who is it? Yeah. No, no, I didn't look it up yet, but I remembered. I remembered now. He was the guy that his mother was dying. Or really not dying, but she was like in Florida. He's like, oh my God, she's going to die. And then he was in the, yeah, you're right. The other guy oh, was Oh, dead. it was, um, he was, he Can't played in that, I don't think like I actually know the other guy's TV name. show. Um, oh man. He's not somebody that I would, I would, I know the name off the top of my, but I, I see him now. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. You're right, Rudy. You're right. But anyway. Anyway. Speaking of movies. Oh, my God. We saw Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. It was okay. What? Yeah. We loved it. Oh, my God. It was like, kick-ass, kick-ass, kick-ass. Shalise throws bad Scissoring. Ass. Kick-ass, I mean, kick-ass, kick-ass. Scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was good, but it wasn't great. And I mean, I would have to say good, like, barely good. She was hot. I'll give you that. The 80s music was awesome, and I'm totally fascinated with Berlin because of a few things I've seen lately in red. 
Um, but you have to admit, some of the fight scenes took forever. It, I mean, especially the fight scene, like, in the stairwell. Okay, come on. That was... We get the point. That was the best. Are you kidding me? And, and the, the great thing about it... And no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I read a couple of articles about it um, where they said that uh, these scenes were more, quote-unquote, realistic because it's about not so much that she can just kick ass, anybody's ass. It was about um, how it's, it's, it's more how a woman would fight a man or has to fight a man. Like, it's not just about brute force. It's about also using whatever's in your environment to, like... Your advantage. To your advantage. Like, to the point where she had the... Uh, where you saw her have the corkscrew oh in her God. hand. And you just knew what was coming up. And you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be disgusting. And sure enough. <laughs> and then when she blew yeah. that guy's eye out... You remember that? Oh. She blew him in the head, and the guy, the it was just like a socket, and he fell back. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is, it was awesome! <laughs> I love it." <laughs> she kicked ass every. Oh my gosh! Sorry. Reclaiming my time. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. Anyway, maybe I've seen one too many um, action movies. Because it was, it was a good, it was good. I mean, it, it, I, it was definitely a cult. It's a cult favorite. People are, some people are going to love it. And I hope, I wish all the, you know, her success, but I was disappointed. Both Carol and I were both disappointed. Oh, I wasn't. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. Have you seen uh, War of the Planet of the Apes? Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I thought, I was really, you remember I was thinking Woody Harrelson was going to make it suck, but. I was actually pretty impressed with it. I, I I thought his I thought his demise was pretty fitting. And I really really liked um, that one monkey. Oh, oh the funny the comic relief. Yeah, you know they didn't have a comic relief like that in the in the other. What's movie. so funny is that the movie is so dark to begin with. The comic relief is just kind of like a chuckle, and that's all it is, really. But it, it does lighten the movie. I it think. Does, a little bit. Oh, I really liked that part. I really liked. He's cute. Him. Don't get me wrong, but by the same token, it's like. Man, the whole reclaiming my time. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. The tone of the movie is just completely dark. To where, I mean, it's good. I, I didn't think I was gonna like it either. Honestly, um, I, I said I didn't. I never said I wanted to see it, but I said, let's go ahead and just watch it. And we saw it, and it was. I mean, I was leaning in my chair towards the screen, like waiting for what was going to happen i was just really into it and does and does nova nova have something uh does she do something in the television series i can't remember Yeah, that's right the television series yeah the what do you remember the television series i know i've seen the movies but i don't know does anything she, about a television did, series does she have something in the movies yeah that was um in the original planet of the apes charlton heston's character uh, be friends and I mean you assume that they hook up with uh, a human and you know they can't speak on that right and, and so he names her Nova <gasps> oh. there was tons of things and Carol's Carol's a really big fan of the original movies so she knew there was things that she was telling me that I since forgotten otherwise I'd share with you guys <laughs> but <laughs> that uh, she recognized there was all kinds of things that were planted throughout the movie Oh, so there were lots of tie-ins. Yeah. So a lot of uh, Easter eggs. Like Cornelius. Mm-hmm. That was, when I heard his name, I was like, oh, Matt, 
that's Cornelius. That's got to be the guy from. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, I really liked it. A lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Bad yeah. Ape. I think his name was Bad Ape was the character. Yes. Yeah. Well, he yeah, he kept saying Bad Ape. Yeah, I think when I looked it up, because I was trying to figure out who it was and who played him and all that, that was you, the character's you, name. Do you know who played him? Steve Vaughn. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. I don't know who that is. He was cute, though. He was a cute character. He's probably been in a lot of movies that you're just not, you don't know about. Um, he's he's always kind of a dorky comedian guy, kind of like a a Bill and Ted type guy. Uh, Candace, have you seen any other movies? Mm-mm, I think that was the, Atomic Blonde was the last one we saw. I'm really waiting, excited for Wind River to come out, and it was released nationally yes Friday. But it didn't come out around here. What is that and about? And it's um, a murder mystery type thing in Wyoming on the Wind River Indian Reservation. And it stars the actor that plays Arrow on the Avengers. I can't think of his name. Maybe Jeffrey something? Oh, wait. Arrow is the, um, he the also, Avengers? Yeah. He, he plays opposite of, uh, of uh, Scarlett Johansson, right? Yes. Uh-huh. That's exactly That's, what it is. Um, that's uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it, and then there's a bunch of Indians in it. And my cousin that works for Sundance, his mom went to the Sundance Film Festival this past year, and she messaged me and told me to watch that and Ghost Story. And she said they were the best movies she saw. Really? I so want to see a Ghost Story. With uh, Mara Rooney? Yes, Mara Rooney and uh, Casey Affleck. Yeah. It, it looks it's supposed to be really good but it looks strange it well i mean it, it looks like it like it is like it's it's him walking around in a just a, a drape but yet it, it's it's about how time passes as you're as you pass you know time just passes and, and so it's just his spirit like lingering around with his wife and whatever have you and, and things changing as far as i get it um, see and i thought i when i saw the preview I thought it's her in the ghost thing, and she's looking at his memories after he's passed in that same house, and so she's like the ghost that's kind of in the walls or whatever that's watching him as a child. Oh, wow. That's, is, is she like the ghost in the show? That's deep. No, but I want to see that. That's <laughs> deep. That's a very interesting take on it, Candace. I don't Well, I, when we, get, I when we see you. it, we'll see who's which one of us was right. We need to see that. I, I really wanted to see I We saw it at Sundance as far as the the movie poster oh yeah like, yeah it looks kind of interesting i mean it was just him standing or or this person standing in a in a drape like a white drape like a, you would dress up for halloween for a ghost yeah and i was just like it just looks kind of simple and yet charming and and i don't know i agree i, I agree with you stop making the faces what so anyway um i really <laughs> want to see it <laughs> Matt, do you see art house movies or do you just see blockbuster movies? Uh, I see. Every, I, I, I mean, I really like art house movies, so I see everything. He he really liked Moonlight. Moonlight was fantastic. Yeah. Moonlight but was I, excellent, but it was I, gay. I, Moonlight was so good. I mean, I like foreign films. I like art house. I like independent movies. I like uh, blockbusters. I'm you know. In what, was, what was the one we just saw on Netflix with the little redhead? British guy. Oh, that was really good. That was a cute movie. 
Yeah, sorry. we're sorry. We don't remember the, na- the name of the movie. We'll think about it, but it's on Netflix, and it's a really cute movie. He goes to a boarding school. He meets the... He befriends the... And it, the school is all about rugby. And then he befriends the the head rugby guy. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, yada 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 it's just it's a very good movie it's just really cute and the way they form this friendship and is it gay yes Yes, for sure i think i saw the i think i saw it i think i have it on my queue i i would highly recommend it it's it's an easy watch it's it's really charming that the little redhead guy i was kind of like he's he's okay to look at but by the end of the movie i was like he's so cute i really liked it really really handsome devil handsome devil yeah, I have it on my queue. In my queue. Yeah, Handsome Devil. It's really cute. So have you heard about this movie called The Promise? It's at the Red Box. I don't think you guys do the Red Box, do you? No, but I've seen the Red Box. So <laughs> the only reason I heard about this movie was because it was a new movie uh, on the Red Box. At the Red I've Box. I've seen Matt's box. <laughs> Excuse me. This is a private conversation <laughs> among the eight of us, nine of us. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <I won't be laughs> no. No, 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 the promise. Go ahead. The promise. No, really, it's We're okay. listening. The promise. No, no, it's okay. I only have Matt's box in my mind. I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> that is. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Please take my box out of your mind. I don't even know, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so look, so, look up the promise. so uh rudy and i have started this really bad habit i think you discussed it's the last one did we yes okay is this you collecting those toys yes, yes and it's getting worse yeah it but is. you're both but you're not the spender I'm, this is contradicting I'm, that i'm apparently the spender when it comes to these things you bought more since last friday Maybe. <laughs> Good thing you I, have a whole building a whole other house. I'm I'm finding eBay to be my nemesis, my Achilles heel. I need to like get rid of eBay <laughs> because it's so easy. It's just like one click. So you don't even do the auction. You just buy it outright. The auction's a piece of shit. Whoa. I mean, half the time when you win the auction, they don't even sell it to you. Huh, really? Can't you yeah, report they, that? They withdraw the sale. Was there a minimum buy? A minimum ceiling or whatever? Yeah, there's always a minimum, but it's better to do buy it now. You find, you go find the value of what you want, and then you find the buy it now value. Or the, the buy it now sellers and then you can just not have to worry about the auction and then withdrawing the product after you waited for six days to get the product i like the auction i feel like i'm winning something of course it's probably the guy that's selling it that's upping my price so right <laughs> but oh well i still feel like i've won something over on the man i'm like hell yeah got that pocket knife for five dollars and twenty cents i didn't have to pay six dollars buy it now <laughs> and it's fifteen dollars shipping and handling, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I got one over on the man. <laughs> no, I went nuts there for and bought like a bunch of pocket knives. I had to hide them from Carol. I went a little bit crazy. How many pocket knives do you have? 
I don't know. I don't count them. But maybe I have 15. You, 15. <laughs> because, every, because everyone needs 15 pocket knives. Well, it depends upon what you're doing and then also what you're wearing and then what kind of knife you want to carry. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy used to have a pocket knife. A pocket knife? Well, I'm Mexican. Yes. <laughs> uh, he actually got a pocket knife from my parents for Christmas one year. Oh, yeah. That's right. What kind of pocket knife was it? Uh, oh, crap. Um, since I'm not a connoisseur of pocket knives. Um, ooh. It has a name. I still have mine. But Rudy tried to take his on the airplane one time. Oh, Lord. This is the pocket knife I have right now. I carry all the time. Oh, that's cute. It's a Spyderco little knife. And then I put this lanyard on it. Oh. In case I need to tie something or tie someone up. Wow, nice. That's right. I braided this myself from YouTube. It's two feet of paracord. It's reflective. Oh. Yeah. I was going to give this to my dad for Father's Day, but I liked it so much I kept it. <laughs> Debbie, don't tell him that. Yeah. Don't tell mom, please. <laughs> I totally did. I've made this little pack for my dad for Father's Day of all this stuff and I was supposed to put that in there and then Carol saw me walking away with it in my pocket she's like wait what are you doing I'm keeping this I'm Indian giving it to my dad without him knowing it does that count <laughs> wait 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 is, is Indian giving one of those things where it can only be said by Native American that's right yes. okay okay gotcha right 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 shut up you Mexican <laughs> okay. alright cool I'm cool no I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm Indian giving it to my dad without him knowing it. <laughs> I mean, Indian giving it to my German dad without him knowing it. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he'll ever listen to the podcast because of our political leanings. Oh well. Oh yeah, well. There's a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I was listening to something. I thought, oh, we should have my dad on. I was like, oh, no. That would be too much. You know, honestly, I think um, that might be a an eye-opening experience. I think I, I honestly, and, and uh, I didn't want to have to pull out the who thought of this card. But I will. Um when you had more conservative leaning uh, notions and you and Matt would talk and I just love the way you guys had this banter but yet after no matter what was said you still were friends no matter how political it got um, I was so I, I really wanted y'all to like I was like y'all need to start a podcast or something because y'all are hilarious to listen to I love that you have these two different opposing views and yet you can walk away and st uh, walk away and still be friends so i think maybe if you brought your father on that might be like a bad idea a bad idea <laughs> right exactly <laughs> like... i think it might be like a cool little injection of holy shit <laughs> well that's for sure he won't know. argue i don't think he won't say he'll just state his piece and then i've tried to talk to him about stuff before I don't understand a scientist who doesn't acknowledge science. 
Yeah. I don't yeah. know. This, this is supposed to be fun. This is not fun. Okay, anyways. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. So, on a positive note, mm-hmm. our babies are all grown up. Yeah. So, Rudy, well, and I, Rudy and I have uh, started letting the girls have their freedom during the day when we're gone at work. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they've been in their crates for all their lives while we're gone, but... A year. year and a half. Yeah. But now, they have free run of the house while we're gone. The downstairs. Yeah, boy. Uh, ah, both. Both. And how are they but doing? They're doing really good. I mean, Marcy... Marcy shits all over the house, but... She, oh no! She, really? Well, yeah. no. I mean, she during the day during work she's fine, but it seems like for whatever reason, if we leave the house, if we leave the house during the weekend for any short period of time, we get back and she's pooped, and we don't understand why she's doing this. I mean, why is she? Maybe she's this is her form of uh, separation anxiety. I don't no, know. She's just. She goes outside and she needs to inspect everything and bark at the neighbor and then go look at the twig and then run around the yard and then she comes in and she hasn't gone to the bathroom. Yeah. Because she she forgot to because she was doing all this other stuff while she was outside. Right. Yeah, that's what Jackie does. And then we leave and she doesn't have anything else to do so she relieves herself in her living room. Yeah. And it's not like it's a big deal. I mean, it's like two turds. Right. Not like the German Shepherd. <laughs> yeah. Where she leaves a circular pattern. <laughs> a circular <laughs> pattern of crop, diarrhea. Crop circles, oh, Lord. You know? Oh, yes. Lord. Disgusting. Uh, yeah. So. yeah, that's what Jackie does. We have to make her. What her thing is, and she doesn't, she hasn't really had any accidents in the house, but she, in the middle of the night, all of a sudden she's barking like right at your face. You're like, what the hell? And she's got to go to the bathroom because she's forgotten to go. So we have to like really watch her and pay attention and send her back out because then she'll come in, especially if the ground is wet. She hates that. And you have to like stand there. She's, we have needy children. They're dogs of lesbians for sure. (laughs) But, oh, well, they give me joy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we figure. I mean, it's one or two or three turds you have to pick up and it's it's fine as long as they have their freedom and they're happy and actually they are oops sorry um they are much more uh pleasant when we get home oh that's good yeah they're not okay oh there's discord in the martinez blue bomb household at the moment (laughs) Wouldn't be a week of a podcast without your dogs barking. Apparently. Even <laughs> though I'm in like the most distant room, the it's German like, Shepherd yeah. has a bark that resonates. For sure. Well, I'm I pretty be- much done with my list. Uh, well, I am too. I can't believe all the stuff that I have to look up and watch now from what you told me. <laughs> I tried to look up science news and I couldn't find anything. It was kind of boring. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even look. <laughs> I was uh, uh trying to get ready for today, which we didn't talk about most of the stuff on my list, which is good. We had other stuff to talk about, and we didn't do. Uh, oh, 
uh, on a uh, on a different note, I wrote I did write down Mary kill sleep with. Ooh. Okay. So uh so Mary kill sleep with Superman, Batman and Aquaman. Mm. I would marry Superman, sleep with Aquaman, especially if it's the new actor. That guy and kill Batman. I'm in so much trouble if Carol listens to this. (laughs) 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 What about you? Well, I haven't really thought about it too much, but I think I would kill Superman, uh, marry Batman, and sleep with Aquaman. Any Aquaman or the new Aquaman guy? The new Aquaman. Oh my god. Holy canola. It's just not even right. No, it's not even right. I can't even wait to watch the movie just because of Aquaman. There's some people that are just too pretty, too hot. He's one of them. I'm okay with that. And Nicole Kidman. Oh, she's so beautiful. (sighs) So next next time I think uh, I'll let you do the uh, Mary Kill Sleep With category. Okay, cool. I couldn't decide whether to do all men or all women, so I just went with all Oh, no, that was good. That was good. I did Shameless last time, so I'll do another one this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right on. I think we should be good. Carol's on her way home, so. All right. I think we've recorded. Plenty. Plenty. I have plenty of work to do. (laughs) I'm just excited. I hope I can get in the. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I care about. (laughs) And since we only have six listeners, I might use it as the intro and the outro. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) No one will know. Reclaiming my time. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. (laughs) No one will know. And it's not like we're getting money off of it anyway. We're just admiring his remix. Exactly. Adam Johnson, I think it was his name. I'll give him props. Well, have a good week, Matt. Adam you Joseph. Well. Adam Joseph. And uh, thank Rudy for being on and for making us do a podcast. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I will tell him. All right. Take care. All right. See you later, Kansas. Bye. Later. Bye. Thank you again for listening and that was a Ben Sound song Moose check him out at bensound.com and of course we listen to Adam Joseph Reclaiming My Time by Maxine Waters thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed and again can you keep a secret <laughs> <laughs>